Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know what it is? I don't care about seeing the guy's penis, but to think that this guy is sending an erect penis picture to my mother is very disturbing to me. <laughs> it's almost like it's a, it, to me, it's a hostile act. It's almost like a, a, a Donald Trump right. grabbing a pussy act. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And guess what? I'm Karen Lee Poder. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother. And her stand-up comic and clown-like self, Cam. Self? Clown-like self? We can't even get through the fucking intro. Uh, that laughter got to, to me. Can I just say today, you your mind has been... Like a ping pong ball? It, it, it's like your body's in one place, your mind is somewhere completely different. A different bing, 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 bing. And the scary thing about it is I went through an entire yoga class and meditation class prior to this. It, you, you, you asked me about five minutes ago if we're going to be using microphones for this interview. <laughs> okay. And then you didn't even realize that you would ask me that question. Maybe I'm like... On a high of some sort. Yeah, you could be a little spiritual gangster high. Spiritual gangster. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Today, we come at you with a... A A plea. A a plea? I'm going with a plea. We're getting... It's a plea. And and I normally wait till the end of the podcast, but I'm wondering how many people actually listen to the very end of the podcast. So I'm going to come right out and say to the beginning of the podcast, go to your iTunes app... Well, obviously you got there if you're listening to this. And, and I think you have to hit the feed tab. Do you hit the feed tab? How do you hit the... You go to the iTunes store, you click, you type in Sex Talk with my Mom, and you click Rating and Review, and then you leave Rating and Review. Um, Where's the Rating and Review tab? I, Mom, this is not what they want to hear at the beginning okay, of an episode. But the reason that I'm suggesting we do this at the beginning of the episode is because... We get it. We got it. No, it, I, I, I don't think they understand that in order for us to pursue our creative... Endeavors. Endeavors, the way we are trying to pursue them here. iTunes has to see that people are giving us good ratings and reviews. Who is going to want to listen to a podcast where they the first thing, before they even say anything about the episode, they say, leave us a rating and a review? Okay, so with that being said. And it's like say, it's like going to a movie. Before the movie, they say, go on Rotten Tomatoes and give us a fucking uh, a tomato. Now, listen, there's a lot of times that I call Comcast up and they said, will you be willing to give us a review at the at the end of this message? And do you know how many times I press one or two? One. It's always two. I never want to give the review. Okay, so <laughs> why the fuck are they going to Maybe if this is a really good episode, they're going to want to leave a rating and a review. That's right. Okay, so this episode, very briefly, is about listener questions. And we have a very interesting discussion oh, about, yeah. about having sex with someone's mother-in-law. Right, right. A question was okay, that's asked it. of me. Okay, I'm not going to give you any other... See, you're trying to control everything that comes out of my little mouth. Yeah, because listen to this episode. You'll understand why. <laughs> okay, everyone. Stay tuned. 
Folks, today we're dealing with uh, listener questions, oh, and yeah. by dealing, I mean we're answering the, to the best of our abilities, and uh, we love listener questions, so feel free to lay them on us if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, Yeah, and if you're listening to the podcast in your car or on your folding laundry, uh, send in your, your questions to us to sextalkpodcast at gmail.com. Right, and so I, I'd like to start by uh, like some easy ones. Like some, easy ones. Some, yeah, that's good. Everyone's interested in easy questions. Well, I I asked on my YouTube channel. Before we get into the fucking yeah, questions, yeah. can I just show you something? I received this email. I've never... I, this is unbelievable. I received an email that says... It's a direct message on Twitter. It says, hi. And look at this guy. It's a dick pic. Oh, it's a straight up dick, dick pic. pic. I have gotten so many dick pics from doing this podcast you with like you. you like getting dick pics? I, I, you know, it's it's weird. It's like an indirect dick pic because they're not meant for me. They're meant for you. And meanwhile, I'm... Excuse I'm me. racking them in. I don't appreciate any dick pics. I, you think I appreciate and, dick pics? And as a matter of fact, we're going to have an episode on this dick pic thing because my friend, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, had posed a question to her people on her Facebook wall, and she asked, like, if you got this this if you unsolicited got a- vagina picture, what would you know? What would how would you feel? And uh, I want to go over some of those comments at a later date. But or what do you want to give your response? Do you want me to give me my response right now? Yeah. Um, unsolicited vagina picture. I would be wondering why is this person sending me the unsolicited vagina picture? And also, what would your visceral response be, though? I I, I don't think I would be turned on. But you wouldn't be like Bleh! like you are when you get a dick pic. Yeah. It's more, you know what it is? I don't care about seeing the guy's penis, but to think that this guy is sending an erect penis picture to my mother is very disturbing to me. <laughs> okay, excuse me. It's very disturbing to me too. So, but, but it's not the actual sight of an erect penis that is dis- disgusting. No, it's almost like it's a, it, to me it's a hostile act. It's almost like a, a, a Donald Trump right. grabbing a pussy act. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Do you think Trump has sent dick pics? Yes, 100%. There's no question in my mind. He definitely sent dick pics. Yeah. I I don't know if guys are like doing it because they're proud as peacocks and they think that that's somehow... Proud as peacocks. I I really think a lot of it has to do with like men are visual and they think because they they would love to see a vagina maybe, they think that women would love the same back, but women are not loving the same back from my understanding. Yeah, I I think it's like you. It's like what you're saying. I don't think any guys thinking, oh, I think she's gonna really find this cool. It's more of like a dominance thing. Like, yeah. wow, I just fucking asserted myself. It's like a little like a photo rape a little bit. It's it like is. I'm just asserting myself on yeah. you without having any fucking. It's shocking, by the way. You, you know what's on? You know what's yeah. interesting? I would. Be, I'm very comfortable sharing a lot about my life on this podcast. And yet, I'm extremely uncomfortable with the idea of sending someone a dick pic just because I it's out there. These fucking randos are sending them away like it's like they're candy because they're not showing their face. So ah, no it's just a, no. But you know where it's coming. You know the account it's matter. coming it from. Doesn't matter. And most, you know what? I'm sure there are plenty of guys that are not well endowed that send a picture that is probably not them to other people. Your fake dick pics, faux dick pics. Oh, wow. All right. Let's get to the questions. This is, this is disgusting. The copyright law. Let's get to the questions. <laughs> questions. Copyright okay. law. This is my so, topic. So I decided that I am getting a little bored about talking about penis size and cougars. So I, I threw it out there in a video on my YouTube channel called Fuck It All, Follow Your Gut, thinking <laughs> that I can get some 
some new fuck it all fuck it all so you named your video yeah and so i thought i'd get some new interesting ideas of what i could talk about because in the last four years the most popular videos have always been about the penis size and cougars and i was like maybe we can come up with some new topics and i always like to talk about confidence as you know um yep so i thought i'd get more of those kind of things but here is an interesting one and i think it is worthwhile to have a little discussion about it he would like to know, this This guy uh, said, I would like to know your opinions and tips for communication and relationships. Oh, this is the, this is not the one we've talked about start. The, the, your mind is, is it's bonkers right now. We're going to start with the, the sex with the sex with the, oh, yeah. with the okay. mother-in-law. All right, we're going to talk about a different one. All right, so never you know, mind. It's unbelievable. It's like we have a whole plan going into this. And then all I go renegade. Out of the, I just go renegade on Out you. of the window. I just go renegade. Okay. So we're going to talk about, and actually this is a, a much more interesting discussion topic, in my opinion, although both of them are equally interesting. Um, this guy, who has given me permission to bring this up, said um, he, had, he had a question about whether, okay, just, I'm going to go right to the background. He says, a little background. I've had an attraction to my mother-in-law almost since day one. She's 20 years older than me. Mother-in-law meaning... His wife's mother. Mother. I'm 43 and she's 63 and she's gorgeous. We have always flirted, but it never went past a touch on the arm or back and a peck on the cheek. My wife, her daughter, has jokingly told us many times we should have sex and we should just have sex and get over it with it. Oi. Get it over with. My wife is an only child, so as the only man in the family, mom, mom-in-law has been widowed 10 years, I help her with chores around the house. Oy. My wife and I are divorcing because I discovered that she had been having a long-term affair. Oh, wow. Divorce will be final in March. Now, Right now it's January. Uh, mom-in-law has apologized to me over and over for her daughter's actions, and I always tell her she didn't do it. Last night... As I was getting ready to leave her house after repairing her computer, we hugged like normal. But this time, it felt different to both of us. She looked up and I kissed her. A full-on kiss, tongue and all. (laughs) Kim, your eyes are so big right now. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. We went to the couch and made out for almost 30 minutes, kissing, touching, opening clothing. We stopped as we both felt a tinge of guilt. A tinge? A tinge. This morning, she texted me asking, why did we stop? Why didn't we just go to her bedroom? So this guy asked me well, what you know, what my thoughts were. She's 63, he's 43? Yeah, that, that's not even the issue to me, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, to get that's the never general, been a big issue for I'm, me. I'm trying to get the general idea of what's going on here. So I said, hold on there, cowboy. Okay, <laughs> Yo, you responded to this guy already. I responded. What did you say? Uh, I basically said, hold on there, cowboy. No, I didn't say that. I just said, you know, during times of divorce, uh, you shouldn't really make any rash decisions. And I'd like to know what you think before you do anything with your mother-in-law or soon to be ex-mother-in-law. Why don't you give me the pros and the cons to exchanging bodily fluids? I didn't say that. I just said the pros and cons to having sex with her. And so here's what he said. The pros and the cons. The pros. She's sexy as hell. We have had a long-standing mutual attraction to one another. Our makeout session was mind-blowing, so I know the sex would be. I trust her. I know she is safe and discreet. I feel at ease and comfortable around her. She wants it as much as and as badly as I do. The cons. We don't want to hurt her daughter, my soon-to-be ex-wife. Rumors were 
soon to be ex-wife. Right, he's not divorced yet. He's, he's not March. even divorced right. yet. Rumors would start more than likely. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want her to think it's a rebound thing. I don't want her to feel guilty. I don't want her thinking she has to make up for what her daughter did. So. No. Okay. Okay. What's your response? My response was, let's talk about this on the podcast. And would he be okay with that? And he said, yes. Oh, so you haven't given any further response. Um, I basically thought we'd discuss it. Okay. My gut reaction, I'll give you right now. Negative. Negative. <laughs> There's so many people in the world to have sex with. You don't need yeah. to have sex with your soon-to-be-divorced, not-yet-divorced wife, yes. wife's mother. Right. Uh, and obviously, you don't want to do anything. Like, I did. I wrote a whole article, interestingly enough, last week uh, about you know having revenge sex or having cheating uh, just to break up with you know just to break up with someone. The bottom line is, I agree with you. Of all the people in the goddamn world, why do you got to have sex? You know, and I think anytime you've been in a long-term relationship with anybody, the sex is going to be outstanding. The kissing is going to be outstanding just because it's a different person. So he doesn't know if it's his mother-in-law that makes it so exciting or if it's just a new person. What he finds exciting is the idea that this is the person that he should not be hooking up. This well, is the last person on earth. He should, the forbidden fruit, right. Yeah. And you got he's got to recognize, okay, this is the forbidden fruit and there's a reason why it's forbidden. It's because... Currently, I'm married to this person's daughter. Right. See, it's, the age thing, it, it doesn't really, the age the thing age in, is in, fine. Her, the in age itself is fine. doesn't bother me. It's what's, it's, it's the relationship that yeah, bothers it's me. Yeah, really it's hurtful, really hurtful. It doesn't matter if the daughter finds out. It's hurtful just the act of doing that. I think it does matter if the daughter finds out. And I think it, it does okay matter for the way. whole community to find out. And subconsciously, I don't know if he recognizes it. I think it is a fuck you for having an affair on me. Yeah, it's definitely the case. And uh, out of respect for her, even if he was attracted to her, out of respect for her, he should not be fucking her mother. Wait, out of respect for the mother? Out of the respect for his soon-to-be ex-wife, he should not be fucking the mother. Uh, although obviously he is hurt about the fact that she had an affair for it doesn't you, matter. That's, no, two, two two wrongs don't make a right. That's that's what my thought was also. And also, if someone has an affair, there's usually an issue with marriage altogether. You know, nobody's in a great mirror. If you're in a great relationship with someone, you probably aren't going to want to have an affair. Okay, well, I, I, we don't want to make assumptions about the relationship at this point. But I don't think it's going to help their relationship, even if, if, they, if you fuck, if you fuck the, ex, the ex-mother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought I, I really recommend holding off and not jumping in too soon. All right. We're on the same page. We'd like to hear what you guys think. Except I'm not really on the jumping in too soon. I mean... You're, not, you're into not jumping in at 10, all. 10 years from now, if that is still burning, that desire is still burning, I still don't think it's appropriate. Not appropriate. It's still... I mean... If if he would feel comfortable telling the ex-wife, you know what, I'm thinking about, I really, really find your mother very attractive. Can I have sex with her? And she says yes, then it'll be fine. Yeah. Unless if that's it's not, unless it's, uh, otherwise it's likely going to cause some very, very bad karma and shit and, flying and his way. And, you know, he's got to look people in the eye on the streets. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good. That's Let, a, one of your just, favorite ones. It is my favorite one, but you know the 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 thing is, it, it also applies, I think, to relationships of friends. 
you know. It, yeah, it, you don't want to. You don't want to fuck your friend's ex. That wasn't in, in my article, which I could put the link, I guess, in the. Uh, I'll put the link in our podcast bio, uh, comment section mm. uh, that I wrote for Plenty of Fish. It, it, that's another one. I just again don't fuck your friends. Uh, 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 your, girl, now, your girlfriend or boyfriend's friends. Just don't do that. Well, it's a no-no. So, here, so I have run into the situation. You fucked somebody's friend? I mean, you you fucked your friend's... Uh, One of, so, oh, oh yeah. Juicy. Juicy, yeah. I I hooked up with... I, it was a year after this guy uh-huh. had hooked up with... I had a, I, I had a, a, a roommate that the year prior, he hooked up with two girls... No, he didn't hook up with one. He ju- he just had a crush on one, and he I, I think he might have had a okay. Wait, maybe they hooked up. I'm so confused. I had as a to roommate. What the hell you're talking about? I had a roommate freshman year. Who, who, who I had a roommate freshman year. No, Your roommate a, freshman year was gay. Okay, I had a roommate sophomore year. Okay, well, freshman year. Yeah, I don't even know if I I feel comfortable sharing this. Oh my god. Okay. Well, anyway, so basically, I, I got way too descriptive just now. Okay. Anyway, I was I. It was a very turbulent situation for me because he had. He said he had a crush, a, a still crush on this person. While oh. after it was very evident that I was going to hook up with them, but he hadn't talked about this person for for the whole year. It was came out of the blue and then became very turbulent for me. So then I had to cut things off, and it was a fucking nightmare. It was a nightmare on Elm Street. Well, and also I think college is different. College was, it's is also very hard. It's it's very hard to know. You know, he explained to me. I, I have feelings for this person. As it was fucking happening, as it was about to happen, and that came out of the blue. Yeah, you know what? And the other part of that is, he could say, "I have feelings towards everybody in the freshman class." What are you supposed to stay away from everybody? I don't know. He's, apparently, he had other. You know, I think college relationships are a completely different animal altogether because people are just really just experimenting with a lot of different people, and you can't everybody be off limits to everybody because they all know each other, especially if you go to a real small school. Anyway, if this kid is listening, I love you, brother. And, uh, and I'm not and, fucking any of your current I'm girlfriends. I'm not currently <laughs> fucking any of your girlfriends. I have to say, though, in, in I told I think I might have talked about this on the podcast that I lost a friend because of uh, that issue that, that she was having sex with one of the guys that I had a major thing for. So, you know, you, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. I know so many people that broke friendships up because of that type of thing. These are the kind of things I'd love to find out from our listeners. You know, what do you think about is it? Bros before hoes, chicks before sticks, whatever the chicks before dicks, chicks before dicks. Yeah, it's a hard. It, it, the, the, and, and then how how far yeah. from the time that they stopped hooking up can you re- start right. hooking up with them? Are they completely off limits? I think it a lot depends on how deep the relationship was that yeah. they had with them. And, and but you that's can't hard to say know. that all people are off limits. I mean, in, no in, more coffee for me, mother. I love when he drinks coffee. When uh, when my. Um, my friends that are in their 50s or 60s even, they break up. There's a very small pool of eligible men out there, and they're all like having relationships with each other, and it's a craziest situation out in the suburban world in the Chicago area. I, I, it's it's a it's tricky nuts. situation. You know, it's a them, tricky situation. They all like switch. switch. It's, like a, it's like a cesspool of incest. How about the, yeah. All right. How about this... <laughs> this um, this is another listener question. This came in over an email where he was giving me advice on how to keep my endurance, my sexual endurance, <laughs> unsolicited. 
<laughs> feedback. You're getting dick pics and, Unsolicited and advice on your, your sexual endurance. But meanwhile, he did ask his own question. It said, this also related to divorce. How do I know when it's no longer working relationship-wise? I'm currently in a 12-year marriage, and we had our first child. She is now four, but my wife and I are likely are like two ships in the night. She works 7 a.m. to 7.45 p.m., and I'm 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. We barely get time to, to ourselves, and she is constantly talking negative about her body after our daughter has been born. And then I begged to, for her to see a psychologist. But the answer I get from her is, I know I'm crazy. And then, and then she she's, doesn't go and see the psychologist. Any help would be great. And then, you wow, know. wow, that that body image thing is is another whole topic in itself. You know, I think especially after uh, after a woman has a baby, you're not going to feel like great about your body. Yeah, but she says the baby occurred four years ago. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes it takes a long time to. To, and sometimes it never happens that you're going to look like you're like your pre-baby shape. I mean, I certainly don't look like my pre-baby shape. That's for damn but, sure. But you, did you stop having sex because you were concerned about your figure? No, because darkness is our friend. So somehow he thinks that... <laughs> <laughs> great. That, that somehow he thinks that that is also an excuse. That Well, I don't think it's an excuse, but sexuality, like we talked about last time, is 99% mental. And if you don't feel like you're yeah. sexy... Because you feel like you're, you know, you got stretch marks or extra flab or whatever is going on there. It's hard for you to get in the mood sexually. Not to mention there's a whole other thing once you have a baby that, you know, you you got this baby hanging on you physically all the time. And you really don't feel like anybody else should be hanging on you physically. Yeah. So um, I think. What's the bottom line? Bottom line is their marriage is in trouble right now. He said, "When is it no? When do you know that it's no longer working relationship-wise?" I, I could see that it's in trouble, and I suggest getting some counseling together. Oh yeah, couples counseling right now. You know, it's interesting. I think that would be one way of uh, although one, one solution for this. Yeah, that, apparently, if one works nights, one works days. I don't know when they're going to find time to even go to counseling. Uh. But uh, you know, if they can't go to counseling. They should definitely at least make one night a week there and I, even if he means getting a babysitter and all that kind of stuff, that really, that would help a lot to just have spent some quality time together. A little date action. Yeah. I think people just like when they get into the routines and everything else, it's just, it's so easy to forget about the other person. And it's happened to me. You know, that was probably one of my biggest regrets when your dad died is that I didn't make enough time for him. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So anyway... Back to this couple, yeah, I think that uh, there's some problems there that they should definitely look into helping out. I think that there is also a deeper question here, which is when do you know that you should break up? And we've talked about this before where in any relationship it seems like you go through, you know, it's kind of like a roller coaster. You go up and down in terms of how much you like the person and how much they like you. Is That's also a fucking... Sometimes you're in the yeah. same levels. It's a power thing too, the balance of power. And it seems like it's a choice then to be with someone even if you're not enjoying their company. And so what? at what point, it, it, it seems like no matter what, you're going to likely end up with someone who you're not going to enjoy being around all the time. You're kidding me. Dees <laughs> <laughs> and I love, love to be with each other 24-7 and we never have an argument. Sarcasm. That is sarcasm. Okay. 
If but, you couldn't register, that yeah, was sarcasm. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't think anybody's in this, like, idyllic... See, that's the whole thing with those those trimesters of relationships that I was talking about. No, but it's not. It's beyond the trimester theory. But because the first trimester, usually you have this, like, euphoria thinking that, oh, this person is, like, so great, you know? And you go into the... You know what I'm saying? It's I might like, I might expand on your trimester theory and say that you're, we're constantly going through these cycles of, of trimesters, of trimesters oh, where you're constantly having, you're constantly getting through a problem, getting reacquainted with each other, being like, oh, I've, I love this about you, I love this about you. Then there's another issue that you have to solve. And then you, yeah. and that there's problems and you work through the problems and then you, oh, I love you, I love you. Oh, there's another issue I have to well, solve. Well, and then add this into it. Different life patches, passages and stresses and things like that that happen and seeing a person if they're uh, how, how they handle those situations and the growth or non-growth that goes on um, that I think really impacts the relationship. Very good point. The context is very... Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen during a lifetime together. And so then you have to decide, do you, do you stay with this person? We were talking about this with... You know, we, we were talking about this with regard to some old people we know, where the yeah. the wife has is a disease that's disabling, and it's very yeah. hard for yeah. The, well, we could talk about the old people and my parents. Okay, well, I didn't know if you wanted to share that. Yeah, my parents. You know, my mother has Parkinson's disease. <laughs> These old people we know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so my mother has Parkinson's disease. My father is, you know, basically her full-time caregiver, uh, along with a little help here and there. But it, it is hard when one person is in good, good physical condition, mental condition, and the other one mentally is there, but physically not. So, but uh, but he's not deciding what you know whether he every day right. like oh should i break up with her? Obviously, <laughs> after sixty years of marriage, yeah. she's not going to break up with her. And interestingly enough, that was another question I received. That, you know, what is it these days that, that women, this is what the guy wrote to me, obviously. Why do women these days not feel, like, not want to take care of an elderly parent or grandparent? And I thought. No, 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 I thought he was saying, where can you find a good woman who wants to take care of her parent? What the hell? <laughs> no. <laughs> I misinterpreted. I also gave him my my opinion, which was like, I don't think anybody wants to take care of any parent. Yeah. You you said your response was no one's attracted to that. Oh, that's, that's not that's what very, I meant. I got to go back and rewrite my, my opinion. He's taking care of his ailing mother and, and oh. he, he's, he's, he finds out that no girls like this and you're saying, yeah, no one no one on earth likes it. <laughs> that's real nice. I'm so sorry. I got to go back and talk to him again. Um, really good advice I was giving. Well, well, first of all, let's talk about that. I mean, are, do you feel like you'd be unattracted to a girl if you found out like she lived with her parents and she was taking care of them? Would that make that make her unattractive? No, I'd be you? understanding, and and if that's her situation, that's her situation. Yeah, but I think it is it is hard to be attracted to someone who's like living with their parents. Yeah, but they're living with the parents for a reason, right? I don't know. It was it's to take care I mean, of them, not for the parents right. to take care of. But then, the kid, as the you guy. you as the other person going into it 
it, it's it's hard to yeah, be that you know, self- if you it's like, hard to be that selfless if you i mean that it raises a bunch of questions like oh this person's time is going to be spent taking care of these people more and, so yeah, or or just you don't have your own life you're on call and yeah oh well, that's the same with doctors at work you know it's a that's a that's i never thought about that question it was a really good question i'm sorry i made light of it oh okay great so what would answer so Again, for me, it, it, you it, if do? you enjoy, if you are attracted to the other person for the personality, the looks, whatever the fuck case may be, it shouldn't be that big of a deal if if you really like the person. But I have a friend who does live with his mother, and she's got Alzheimer's, and I think it's incredibly draining. And he he's not his same self. He's just kind of a downer lately. So mm-hmm. it does affect their personality. You know, the caregivers. They say with Alzheimer's that the caregivers have a high rate of mortality because of the amount of care that's going into it. Okay, this conversation is going bing, 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 bing. We're not staying on any question whatsoever. All right, okay. The question that we started with was how do you know when a relationship is is ready to when you're ready to call it quits and say you know what I I I don't want to commit to this anymore. It, well, nine year relationship are always going to go through those yeah. those questions of uh, I don't know if this person is you know I, I don't like this person right now. Yeah, I think you. I always my parents always said this to me. Speaking of my parents, that I think you always love the person. You may not always like the other person. Um, but I think the other issue here is how how long have you put into the relationship and do you have I kids? Don't know that if is I a believe, part of it. I don't know if I believe that you always love the other person. You don't like the other person. I, I, what at that point? What the fuck does love even mean? I don't know what love means. Right? I mean, you that you would sacrifice yourself for the other person. I don't know. This is a very tricky question. Very tricky. You know. All right. I think you got more to say in this matter. No, I don't. <laughs> the fuck is that? I would say. What is you know, I you think. Look at me you say to, that you, I think you have more to say. A lot of people like stay in marriages because of the kids. A lot of people stay in marriages because of finances. There, there's a lot of reasons people stay in. And I think those are horrible, horrible choices. Mm. I mean, even the kids part. I've always had a problem with the, staying in the marriage for the kids because you're showing kids, uh, you know, their your role model is people that really don't love each other or care about each other. So, if things are not going well and there's no hope at all, and you've maybe tried therapy or not, I'd say get the hell out of the marriage, no matter how bad it is. All right. You know, I think finances is it's a tricky thing. It is hard to stay with, you know, to break it up when you have a financial you piece. Could there. Separate, yeah. Yeah, but then it's to live hard. in two separate houses yeah, is very expensive very too. Very expensive, yeah. So that's a that's another tough question. How, what do you, you know? How do you know? But I think you got to owe it to the relationship to give yourself, um, you know, some counseling or to the date night out or to make the effort to say five nights, five nice things to each other every day, mm. something like that. I have that practice. You do? Yeah, it's well, not nice things, but what you, you say? We say what we're grateful right before bed. These are the things I'm this? grateful for. Can you share this? This is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. What? You, I don't think you've shared this on the podcast. We, I have a tr- practice with Lady X where I say these are like the top three or f- to five things that I've been grateful for today, and uh, you know, this is our, our hope for tomorrow. This. That's such a great idea. And who came up with this idea? What? It's unbelievable. 
She took it and ran with it. The very sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life, and I think every single person on the planet would love to have someone that would do that for them. And well, person. you know, it's good. It's good because it gives you it gives you an idea for how the person spent their day, as opposed to just saying, "All right, good night" through text message. What the fuck is that? I can't stand that. So you text like, well, well, "Give me an example." And it's a good. What to, would it's one good of to the, reflect on your day? What and see would it what you're be? Grateful like for. one of your examples of like uh, today? You know, you're you're you come up a lot. I come up. Yeah, last night it was, I'm very grateful for my mother being able to handle me when I'm in a grumpy mood. Oh, you tell her that? I told her that, followed by, I'm very grateful uh, for the support my mother gives me when it comes to my career in all respects, even when I tell her I want to live Andy Warhol's life. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. You light up like a goddamn Christmas tree. I'm very happy right now. (laughs) I'm grateful that you have this practice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a good idea. So for all of you listeners out there, write down, how many do you do? Three to five. Three to five things. And it doesn't necessarily have to be directed towards this other person. And and I'll say, I I actually, the practice, so over the the course of our relationship here, it's evolved. So now we reflect on like our New Year's resolutions and say like, how is that goal going for today, give me an example. Give me a time when I walked in towards my fear, or that I. Uh, wow, you yeah. guys have a deep relationship. Yeah, this shit. Oh, yeah. This is this heavy is like shit. essays that have come out in text essays. messages. And, and I'll, let me let me give my little uh, good night ritual with these. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't go like that. It goes like, if you, are you possibly going to have a bad night and wake me up? Because if you are, please go in the other room. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. <laughs> That is what you get after eight years. Nine. Almost nine, nine years. Jesus. Almost nine years. Uh, yeah, we should. I definitely can uh, see. I, I think it'd be a hard thing for him to do this, but I think it'd be an uh, interesting practice to write down three things that. Uh, well, when we're, we're, when we're laying for. in the same bed, then we just say it. Oh. And we go back and forth. Three things we're grateful for. I'm going to get like silly ones back. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Yep. But even I'd um, be grateful for silly ones. We wanted to end this interview or this we did? this discussion by giving a brief update on our own lives. We missed this guy's question that you wanted to start with about communication, but we've oh, talked okay. about communication. I don't okay, feel like we okay. need to go in there. All right. All right. So a uh, quick update from you, Mother. What's your deal? All right. So a brief update. I live currently in Los Angeles. <laughs> I just... This but is your update. My update is that I have now bounced around like a ping pong ball. And you wonder why I'm off the wall. Um, from L.A., Chicago to L.A., L.A., Chicago. I don't even know okay, where I live. I don't give a shit about so, any of this. Okay, thank you very so much. So the question I have is, what have, have you felt any growth recently? Spiritual? Spiritual, emotional, intellectual growth. And the answer to that is yes. Really? Yes. You have an experience you want to share? Yes. I feel like I'm coming more into myself and not really worried about other, I don't want to say other people because that sounds like I'm <laughs> a callous bitch. No, I, I think what I'm f- figuring out right now is that I'm just trying to focus on what I want to do right now with my life and with my uh, podcast and YouTube channel. And I'm I'm not having as many chit chat idle chit chat uh conversations as i've had in the last year what does that mean 
I'm not doing a lot of um, gossiping, and gossiping, just sitting around, sitting and- around, wasting time. I mean, I, I do like to do that kind of stuff now and then, but it was taking up a considerable amount of time. What I do think I should start doing is stop spending so much time going up and down the Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, get rid of that shit. I have to figure out a way to to minimize that, but I do love Instagram, by the way. And I, if if you guys haven't gone to Sex Talk with my mom's Instagram page, we are doing some funny shit on there. Yeah, the great videos that you edit and put up. Yeah, we're putting up some funny stuff, really funny stuff. So please you know, it's, check that out. And also please leave a review on iTunes. I would say it's it's pretty amazing that it, you, at your I was gonna say at your age it makes you sound very old, but in <laughs> you're in your fifties. You would think at this point you're you're like you're kind of set in your ways, and you know what your life is gonna be like, and you kind of. But it's interesting to hear that you're still you know working shit out and I'm still love work in trying, progress. Trying trying to figure out what you want your life to be about. I think everybody kind of does that. I don't think everyone does it. Well, I just talked to someone who recently retired and he was like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, it's great that I have all this free time and everything, but I might be ready to, to start doing something else. So I don't think you should ever, I I think that's how people end up having diseases when they start losing their passion to do anything. And just all they want to do is, you know, in, in, in my situation, I'll give you a little check in. I'm in a, in a constant state of soul searching because I'm trying my, my school, the, the theater school that I'm in is going to end in a couple months. I'm going to figure I have to figure out the next step and, and how I'm either going to how I'm going to make a career out of uh, this work, this creative work, or if I'm going to make a career in another place so that I can fund this as a, as a side project. Oh, and, and, and it so requires it's about a lot money. of. Money is a big, big portion of this. Here, uh, hint, hint to everyone listening. If you like this podcast and you want us to keep it going, there is a Patreon channel for Why you guys to go you to. Do this, <laughs> this is, here we are opening up, and you're soliciting them to pay me so that we can continue. This. You know what? We don't work for free. All right, mother. <laughs> okay, we do but work for free. I'm, That's exactly what this podcast I is. Know, it's free I work. know it is free work, but okay. So you do. You do want to stay in the free spirit mode right now. It's interesting. You know, I I kind of, I am tr- trying to figure out whether I want to, I have conflicting, I have cognitive dissonance. I have two ideas that are conflicting with each other that both exist at the same time. I want stability of having a, a stable income and a night I can go out on dates and not have to worry about money and, you know, I don't have to, I can buy a retainer and not have to fucking worry about you know the fuck what what i can't buy if i buy the 800 dollars retainer are you fucking kidding me every two goddamn years are you fucking kidding me no, don't get for rivera retainers they keep they're the only ones i can wear now because they keep they're the only ones that keep my teeth aligned because my teeth are constantly moving i had braces it's twice a now scam. it's a fucking scam but they do work when i have the money to spend 800 dollars every two years are you fucking kidding me okay how about the how about the cat? I mean the dog. The dog, your dog. My dog. Yeah. I take him to the vet, and they tell me, uh, you know, I, I know this may sound horrific, but it's the only way that you're going to be able to help your dog is by pulling out all the dog's teeth. <laughs> At an expense of two hundred tooth, and there's forty teeth. No. 42 teeth. Why does a dog have 40 teeth? I know. Why? Because what so that, the fuck me, is in that so dog's mouth? So if he loses mouth? a few of them, who gives a shit? <laughs> But I he's say, a fuck the dogs. And what, you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay for four of his teeth. You can buy me fucking retainers. 
What are you are, are you are you saying it's okay that your dog has gingivitis? It, it, does Gus have gingivitis? Yeah, why do you think his breath stinks so badly? He has gingivitis, and he's in a lot of pain apparently oh. from the dog whisperer or the AKA the dog Connor. I mean the vet, <laughs> the vet con artist who's trying to get me to spend eighty four hundred dollars on teeth, and you are complaining about a seven hundred dollar retainer. $800, and yes, I'm fucking complaining about that every goddamn two years. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so so I have the... That was the, a little segue I, off into tea. Segue, segue that I, I want money, and yet I also want to pursue my creative passions and, and create art that's going to be moving. I say you always have to create art that's going to be moving, and everything... What about I, the money, mother? Everything I've always learned and heard about... Especially when where you went to school at Stanford, this was not it's not the same feeling at U of I, but at Stanford they always say follow your passions, follow your dreams, and the money will come. Okay, well, at what point does the money start rolling in? It hasn't happened to me in four and a half years, and it hasn't happened to me in the year and a half we've been doing this. So or, maybe, maybe or the, the five years maybe that's of, a of, of doing stand up before that, it could be a faulty way of thinking. That <laughs> it could have been led very far astray with it, that fucking. It's a Stanford lie. It's a Stanford lie. So, you know that that's the type of soul searching I'm doing currently. So, but it doesn't sound like we're too far off. No, I, I mean, you don't have to page. worry as much about I the don't money worry situation, about it, but because I don't care if I'm old, I probably will. Just uh, yeah, great. <laughs> depend on depend me. Depend on my my rich children. Yeah, rich children. One out of to, three is out. Apparently, that would be you. <laughs> I got the other two to count on. And, yep, that's, I think that's accurate. No, I don't like to count on anybody for anything. But the truth of the matter is, is that I guess I'm going to continue to follow my passion until my body tells me that it is a, a lost cause. What? A, a, and what about body? you? Yeah, my body will tell me. My body's telling me <laughs> I have I, 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 I couldn't shit for three days this week. <laughs> What is that telling me? That tells you you're a constipated fuck. Yeah, I'm holding. Why am I holding? Because I'm stressed like a motherfucker. Over. You need the app <sighs> on your. On I your need phone. some laughter yoga. Is what I need. Yeah, you need the app on your phone. That that is a, something I would like to recommend. Breathing, Yo- yoga, breathing, meditation, all that kind of stuff. I do all that shit. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine how constipated you'd be if you didn't do all that shit? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you would be stuffed up like a brick. Like a chimney? Yeah. All right. On that note. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we we love it. uh, Please support our show. Please, please, just go to the iTunes store and leave a rating and review. It takes two seconds. That part is easy. That will get more people to to listen to this. It will will drive. It will make it more likely for people to to actually take, to, to enjoy this podcast, which will make this more likely to become a career for me. In other words... It's all in your hands. Please you help us out. If you want to keep this thing going, you better at least write a, a review and at the very minimum, just give us the five-star rating. Don't give us any goddamn four stars either. We need the five-star <laughs> rating. You sound like one of those at restaurants when they fucking, they, they go, okay, now here's your check. Remember we gave you that free dish? Go leave a rating on Yelp. Yeah. They got to get, yeah, I do leave ratings on Yelp. Okay. All right. Wrapping up. Love you. Hey. Have I ever told you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the sun and the moon and the thing called love? Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.